Okay, I'm telling on myself big time. So um, this was a question that popped up in the Facebook community a while ago. I think I was asking for, you know, like, hey, what do you want to hear? So if you're not in the Facebook community, go hop in the Facebook community because when we are active in there, we ask questions and I want to hear from you. So anyways, I had asked a few questions and this was something that showed up a few different times in a few different ways in different areas over over time. And I was like, okay, I need to address this one question. And it's about prioritizing your husband. What does that look like? And to be perfectly honest, she put this in there and I was like, well, what do you mean? She was like, I don't know, but you keep talking about it. And I want to know what, what you mean by that. And I was like, oh, crud. Now I got to figure out what I mean by that, right? <laughs> It's one of those like Christianese words that we say, we're like, oh, prioritize your husband, blink, blink. Oh, I'm so good at it. But not really. Um, I kind of stink at it. And so I was trying to go through and there was like this roadblock in front of me of, you know, how do you prioritize your husband? And I could think of a few things, whatever. And then all of a sudden it hit me. And I don't know if it was the Holy Spirit working through me, but he's like, um, how about you just recognize the ways you haven't? prioritized your husband. And the saddest part is that list flowed. It like oozed out of me. And then I shared it with my husband and he's like, yeah, that looks about right. So this is husband approved. He um, he had added a few different things, like just kind of clar- clarity on some different things. But all in all, Um, I don't love to take things from a negative approach, but sometimes I think it's so much more powerful. So that's what we're doing today. You ready to hear the ways that I have not preferred and prioritized my husband? Let's get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you missed that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, so just as as a disclaimer, I don't want anyone to sit here and go, oh my gosh, I haven't done that either. I'm terrible. I have not done that. Me sharing these things is a couple of things. One, it was an eye-opener to me of the ways in which we can prioritize our spouse. And then to see it in the negative form, to see the ways in which I've let my pride and my arrogance and As we talked on Monday in Mindset Monday, um, insisting my own way, 
oh, ouch, from 1 Corinthians 13. These were just light bulbs for me. So if these are light bulbs for you and you're going, oh my goodness gracious, I have done the same things. I have not prioritized my husband and I've done it in these same ways. Instead of it, I I, I, I want you to take it as a, okay, now that we recognize it, what are we going to do with it? It's not enough just to say, yeah, I've done all of that and and then leave it there because what does that do? Now that we've recognized it, what are we going to do? We're going to ask the Lord to make us hyper aware of the ways in which we are not showing preference and partiality to our husbands. I want to also, there's a few little caveats here. Um, I want to make it very clear as I've tried to in the previous three episodes in this series. Oh yeah, this is part four of our four-part marriage and business series. So I'm a little sad to see it come to an end. But I'm, I do believe that most of your husbands desire the best for you. They, they desire the best for your marriage. And so that's who I'm speaking to. If you are in a marriage that is not good, it is filled with abuse from whatever range of the spectrum that is, friend, you need to seek help. You need to seek a biblical counselor. You need to talk to somebody who is going to pour God's word into you and and speak straight from, from God's word. So I'm, I'm talking to the first couple, the first marriage, the first wife who is um, in a good relationship, it can be better because our sinfulness has really taken over, right? So I did what I usually do. I love to define words. In my head, I'm like, oh, I know what prefer means, right? Because I would prefer chocolate to wine. Like that's just what I would prefer. Um, You know, so we, I like that. Well, okay, that's great. But what does that mean when, with regards to our spouse, to our husband? So prefer, again, thanks to Merriam-Webster, means to give priority or to show partiality towards. And instantly, I thought about how many times I have given priority to fill in the blank, but not my husband. How many times have I shown partiality to the children, to the dishes, to the fill in the blank, but not my husband? How many times have I done that? And ouch, that hurt like no other. When you look on um, Webster's Dictionary, um, like .com or whatever it is, Webster's.com, it'll also give you some synonyms. And so sometimes I think it's it's um, more helpful for me to understand the word when I look at what other words mean the same roughly. So to, you know, to prefer is to like or to enjoy or to choose or to favor or to want or to pick or to care for or to lean towards or to appreciate or to desire or adore or crave. How many times have I liked, enjoyed, chosen, wanted, picked, leaned towards, appreciated, desired, fill in the blank, other than my husband. Anyone else? Am I the only one? Don't leave a girl hanging. Shout out amen if that is you. And if you're not shouting out amen, 
I think you might be lying because it's happened at least once, right? But hopefully you recognize that and you're living in the, the, the new and realizing, okay, I need to prefer my husband. Are there times that your kids need you immediately? Yes, absolutely. Are there times when work calls and you need to be there? Yes, but those, those times should be fewer and farther between. And our husband, if we look back at our first episode in this series, is to be our number one most important earthly relationship. And I know for myself, he too often has been number four because I got three daughters He's been number five, number six, number seven, number I don't even know, but it's so far down on the list, I stopped counting. Can you relate? So Romans 12, 9 through 11 says this, um, let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Outdo one another in showing honor. Verse 11 says, do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Outdo one another in showing honor. Wow. Like, how can you outdo your husband in showing honor? Like, outdo. I grew up in a Christian home. And in actually, uh, in, uh, I think it's first, uh, is it Philippians two, where my mom would have us like substitute one of my brother's names in there, you know, so you could, you could do the same thing. Did your parents ever do that for you? You know, like outdo your brother in showing honor and you're like, oh, my roll of the eyes, right? Okay. Right. Whatever. But that's what it means. Outdo one another in showing honor. Verse nine says, let love be genuine. Go back to Monday's episode, episode 283, where we talked about 1 Corinthians 13. What is love? Love is not butterflies, although those are nice. Love is not flowers and chocolates and opening the door. All of those things are really nice, but all of those things fade. Let love be genuine. Outdo one another in showing honor. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Philippians 2, 2 through 4. This is in the Good News translation. If you ever go to BibleHub.com, um, it'll show you a single verse or like whatever verse you're looking up in multiple versions. And I love that. My go-to is the ESV, the English Standard Version. That's what I always go back to. I do think it is one of the um, most easily understandable But there are some really great versions out there that just clarify things a bit more for you. So Philippians 2, 2 through 4, it says, I urge you then to make me completely happy by having the same thoughts, sharing the same love and being one in soul and mind. Do not do anything from selfish ambition or from a cheap desire to boast, but be humble toward one another. Fill in your husband's name, always considering others fill in your husband's name better than yourselves and look out for one another's interests, not just your own. What if we lived by that? Here here it is in the ESV. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, any affection and sympathy, 
complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count, fill in your husband's name, count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. I've shared uh, the Praying the Scriptures book by Jody Burnt. And she does. She takes these scriptures and she puts in blanks, like put in your husband's name in there. Do it. Do it. Father, help me not to do anything from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count my husband more significant than myself. Let me look not only to his interest, but also to the, I'm sorry, let me not only look at my interest, but also at the interest of my husband. Oh, talk about growing against the grain, friend, right? That's how we build marriages against the grain. Okay, so let's cut to it. What are the nine ways? Yes, nine. I had to stop at nine. I was like, that's kind of a fun number, nine, you know, whatever. Um, I'll give three to each of my kids, you know, like <laughs> three of you are responsible, or each of you are responsible for three of these. Just kidding. I'm not passing the buck. Um, but here are nine ways that I identified that I have not prioritized my husband. Ready? I have not valued his opinion on things. Wow. But do you remember that scene from Father of the Bride, the very first one? It's um, like the remake with Steve Martin. And Annie comes back from Rome and um, her fiance, who is totally um, Brian McKenzie. That's it. Brian comes over and they're going to go out and tour San Marino, which is an adorable little town here in Southern California. Anyways, they're going to go tour the little town. And um, her dad says to grab a coat. And she's like, oh, no, dad, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. And then Brian looks at her and says, oh, well, you know, it is a little chilly. And she's like, oh, it is. Okay. Well, how many times have I done that where my husband's like, hey, babe, you know what? You might want to do or here's, you know, he he throws out his opinion and I'm like, eh, whatever. And somebody else says the exact same thing, maybe in his presence or not. And that other person's opinion, like it had so much weight. And why didn't I just value my husband's opinion? Like my husband loves me. He desires what's best for me. So prioritizing, not prioritizing him by not valuing his opinion. Number two, not respecting when he's ready to leave an event or somewhere we're at. Oh my goodness gracious friends. Okay. So I'm Italian. We hug, we kiss everybody. When we walk in, it doesn't matter if I saw my parents earlier in the day, we hug and kiss. That's what we do everywhere. Now my husband is Mexican and they're a very affectionate, his family's very affectionate, but it's just different. Like he's a little bit more cut and dry and just like, okay, let's go, let's go. So when we we come in, he's totally fine. Hug, kiss everybody. That's all great. When we leave, he'll turn to me sometimes and be like, okay, I'm ready to go. Can you start your goodbyes? And I'll drag my feet because I'm not ready to go. I don't want to go. He likes to go to bed earlier than I do. And I am not respecting when he's ready to leave. And guess what happens? We get in some sort of uh, you know, altercation, not altercation. That sounds terrible. Um, like disagreement. That's the word I was looking for. Like it's icicles in the, you know, less than a mile drive between my parents' house and my house. Was that worth it? Not respecting when he's ready. He's worked all day long, even if it's a Saturday, like he's worked throughout the week. Like just respect what he wants to do. Number three, going behind his back on purchases or things that I have deemed small 
but they convey the message that what he said or asked isn't important. Ouch, right? Number four, not communicating with him about, well, anything, not communicating. Now, okay, let me just be clear here. There's the not communicating because it has been boom, 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 boom all day. And the 30 seconds you guys got to talk, it was not the time to bring up some of these things. So there's that like, oh, we didn't communicate. I didn't share these things with you because like, when, when were we going to have a chance? It was like tag team all day long or you came home and you know, so there's that. But the communicating, the not communicating I'm talking about is the things that we conveniently leave out because maybe we know it's something that he's asked us not to do or he's asked that we wait on or whatever. Yeah, that not communicating, it's not good. Number five, not valuing our relationship above all other earthly relationships. Again, we keep going back to that first one in the series. This is my most important earthly relationship. I love my kids. They come, they're gonna leave. My oldest daughter is 20. She's going to leave this house at some point. And I want them to. And then it's going to be my husband and I. And what kind of groundwork are we laying for when it's the two of us again? Hmm. Number six, not putting his physical and emotional needs first. Yeah, friend, we're going to come back to this a lot because the Lord has been opening my eyes to so many different things. You are not your husband's sex slave. That's not what this is. Um, But your husband has physical needs that only you can fill. That is a privilege. That is an honor. And how many times have I kept that from my husband? That is not prioritizing my husband's physical and emotional needs. That is... Um, definitely insisting upon my own way because fill in the blank, any reason possible. Number seven, putting my kids above him, his wants and his needs. I think we've covered this, but let's just be like blatantly clear about this. When we put our kids above our husband's wants, needs, desires, that's not okay. Again, Mamas with the little kids, I hope you understand my heart that I'm not saying you leave the baby sitting there crying, but how many times has your baby become a shield? And not in the like protecting yourself, but the insisting on your own way shield. Let's call it that. The, oh, my baby, the baby needs me. The baby needs to eat. And maybe they do, but you're extending it just a little bit longer. You know, and if the Holy Spirit is pricking your heart, you know exactly what I'm talking about here. And I know you do because been there, done that. Uh, Number eight, delaying to complete things he's asked of me. Oh my goodness gracious, friends. So uh, my husband has to submit a expense report. It's supposed to be like every month. It's a pain in the butt. I am his, uh, (laughs) his executive assistant, if you will. So... Like he'll ask me, hey, do you think you can put my expense report together? And he has all of his receipts and, you know, it's usually a little back and forth. It's not as organized as it should be, but I hate it. I hate doing it. But the reality is it takes two seconds. Like, it, well, I mean, it might take longer than that, but it's not a, it's not like a three day ordeal. Um, And how many times do I delay to complete that? Because I want to, I want to exert my will. Really, that's what it comes down to. The same thing happens with taxes. We haven't filed our taxes yet. I mean, 
this year we have like a legit excuse with the fire and stuff like that. But if I'm being honest, I drag my feet on this every single year because I hate it. And it frustrates him. And so what are ways that I can prefer him and just get the darn thing done? What are things that I can set up that would make this easier on all of us? Okay, number nine, last one. Certainly not an exhaustive list. And maybe the Holy Spirit is pricking things in your heart and those things that are popping up in your mind, do not dismiss them, my friend. Do not dismiss them. Those are the things the Holy Spirit is bringing to mind and you're like, oh man, yikes, that might be a way I'm not preferring my husband. Okay, number nine, being distracted by comparison and allowing that to see my husband for his deficiencies or weaknesses rather than seeing him for his strengths and skills. Okay, case in point. My husband is not handy when it comes to tools. I love tools. In fact, I got a little offended by our electrician who came and I was telling him where I wanted extra outlets put in the garage. And he's like, oh, okay, so for your, like for your husband's workbench and stuff. And I looked at him because this was not the first time he had said that. I looked at him and I was like, no, these are for my tools. Like these are for my things. Like my ego was so crushed by that, right? And I had a friend who came over. He, we had he and his wife over and he's looking at something that we're doing. He's like, oh, I'll bring my tools over, my saw, my blah, 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 all the things. And we'll do this. I'm like, awesome. And there was a, a split second where I was looking at him and like, wow, Flav doesn't do that. My husband doesn't do those things. Gosh, man, it would be so much better if he did those things too, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know? And then as those words were like forming in my mind, I was like, girl, your husband has so many skills. If you have ever met my husband, he he lights up a room. He can command a room. He can talk to anybody about anything for any length of time. Like his skill set is so vast. And why would I have the audacity to demean and diminish his skills and his abilities because he is deficient in one area or other areas? I mean, he's not perfect, right? Um, And that hit me. Michelle, stop being distracted and comparing and allowing those differences to diminish who he is. And not valuing him and not prioritizing him and not choosing to love and give priority to him for the skills that he does have. Oh, man. I'm telling you, friend, I got like a a real example for every single one of these. And I, I, I didn't give them all because we'd be here for three hours. These are real life things. So I would just ask you, friend, to ask the Lord to show you the ways in which you are insisting on your own way and you are not preferring your husband. I hope that these were helpful for you Um, in rapid fire. The nine ways that I have not preferred my husband, not valuing his opinion, not respecting when he's ready to leave and and go from something, anything. 
Um, number three, going behind his back on purchases or things that I deem small and like, oh, it's like when your kid's like, I don't understand why mom said that. Well, there's a reason for it. Maybe you don't understand it, but there's a reason for it. Number four, not communicating with him about anything. Number five, not valuing our, our relationship above all other earthly relationships. Number six, not meeting his physical and emotional needs. Number seven, putting my kids above him, his wants and his needs. Number eight, delaying to complete things he's asked of me. And number nine, being distracted by comparison. Friend, how have you not preferred your husband and allowed your business to be the priority? Because in order for us to have thriving marriages and thriving businesses, we have to have things in a right priority. And we do need to prefer our husband because that gives honor to God. Dear Jesus, Thank you, thank you, thank you for the husbands who are represented here today. Thank you for the wives who are listening, who have this deep burning desire to grow businesses and marriages against the grain of this world. They want to be a beacon in the dark that shines for you, not just in their businesses and the fact that they do business with integrity, but first and foremost, Lord, on this earth within their marriages and how their marriages shine a light towards you. And Father, for the woman who is married to a wonderful man who who desires her to be successful and great but does not know you, Father, this is a great way for her to be an example to you, of you to him, Lord, that she might win him without a word, that she would prefer her husband above anything on this earth, Lord. But always reminding us, Lord, that we need to prefer and prioritize you first and foremost. Thank you, Father. Oh, friend, I hope that you have enjoyed this series. Next week is a Q&A. If you have not submitted a question, please go submit a question because I want to hear from you. You can do that by um, clicking the link in the show notes and um, hopefully we'll read your question. Okay, see you next week. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or Click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.